This podcast was produced by Big Night Media, a proud partner of Big Night Entertainment. And you know what? It's really fun to be here. Y'all know that theme music. What's up, what's up, what's up? How we doing, how we doing? And welcome to episode 230, episode 230 of the Banner Banter Podcast. I'm your host and for Boston Celtics season ticket holder, Timmy G. How's everyone doing? You can find me on the Twitter machine at Banner Banter 18 or on Facebook and Instagram at Banner Banter Podcast. And as you know, part of the Big Night Media team with some great podcasts like A Chance to Strive, Drinks After Work, Eat the Damn Cake, Music You're Missing, I'm the Promoter, He's a DJ, No Limits with Kevin Cooney, 30 Flirting and Surviving, Be Fit, Daycations, and the Wicked Fast Podcast with the one and only Brian Bell. If you're into sports cards or Pokemon cards, you can always check out Card Vault Breaks on Whatnot, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can go check them out in person down at Patriot Place or down at Foxwoods Resort Casino. You can always get your Banner Banter Podcast merchandise at BigNightShop.com. And if you haven't downloaded the WinBet app, the WinBet app yet, that's a mouthful, huh? Um, yeah, go download that and use the code XBNBanter. XBN Banter, use that code on the WinBet app. Deposit 20 bucks, place a $20 bet, get a $100 bet credit. It's pretty cool. Remember, if you or a loved one are experiencing gambling problems, please call 1-800-327-5050. Before I begin, I just got to say three things. One of them is going to be tough. The other two, um, just really simple and to the point. Um, the first, uh, I saw Fast and Furious 10 today. What a nice little run of, of movies that has been. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been enjoyable. Number two, saw Gerard Carmichael at a sub shop in Medford, uh, do like a pop-up comedy show. Uh, I just want to shout out to Andrew and Clay, um, the fine folks over at the Wilbur for setting up a great event. It was so funny, really cool, kind of made my day until the Celtics happened. And number three, um, I am 99.9% sure that this is the last episode of the Banner Banter podcast. Um, I care too much about the Celtics, and maybe that's a bad thing. Um having season tickets for as long as I've had, I've had them, um, you know, family members having season tickets for as long as they've had them working 80 or 90 hours a week at a nonstop job, um, that I love and care a lot about, um, not getting the same support that I used to, um, whether it's from big night media or listeners, um, 
you know, I, uh, you know, doing a podcast is a lot of work. It really is. You know, so many people come up to me and they're like, oh, I'd love to start a podcast. Okay, cool. Go look yourself in the mirror. Sit there. Talk about one topic and don't stop. Don't stop. And if you can't do that, you can't do a podcast. And, you know, these podcasts can take me up to two hours sometimes. Recording, editing, posting, social media, setting all that stuff up. And, uh, you know, I'm 38 years old. (laughs) Um, And I'm just a season ticket holder that could afford a microphone. And went to college for audio production. And clearly it did me well since I'm working in the concert venue. Or the concert industry, I should say. But, um, you know, obviously I want to stick it out with the Celtics. And maybe I'm the curse. You know, I uh, I blame a lot of my friends sometimes. Whether they come to games with me or they don't attend games. And I just say, oh, they lost because of you. Maybe it's the podcast's fault. But I... Um, if this is it, I'm kind of upset with myself that uh, I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't keep doing this until number twelve signs with a different team, so we can all go streaking on Causeway Street. But um, I, I just, I really wanted it this year. Like I wanted it bad last year. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. This year was just different. Dealing with the email stuff, that hot start. Tatum going off in the All-Star game, even though it doesn't really mean shit. Jalen getting, you know, all NBA, sitting courtside for a playoff game. I just wanted it more than I ever have before. And after watching that Game 3 performance by the Celtics after they lost 128-102, to I just don't know if I have any more to give to the podcast and I'm not like I'm not a quitter (laughs) I've tried (laughs) you know I've tried to commit suicide and I failed loser um but it's um yeah I don't know it's uh I think this is it you know if you've bought a t-shirt I appreciate it you bought a hoodie appreciate it you've shared any of my stories slid into my DMs and just wanted to talk basketball. I appreciate it. Um, I'm just trying to hold back some tears right now. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll start it up next year, but man, you know, I, uh, I got a DM from someone, uh, uh, the name is the chosen one. And, uh, they said something great. She just said, be honest. That's all anyone can ask for. Use it as a venting session. And hopefully you can go to bed with an empty head. And, you know, maybe I can change my mind tomorrow. Because it's my podcast and I can do whatever the fuck I want. I just don't see that happening. I really don't. I just want to be able to, like, go to sleep. And have a good night's sleep for once and not have to worry about waking up early in the morning and recording a podcast after a playoff game. Not, I mean, I don't get paid to do this. I don't. I just, I feel like at this point you're probably sick and tired of me uh, talking about the future of the podcast. But um, if this is it, if or when this is it, um, thank you um, from the bottom of my heart. Um, <clears throat> 
thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. I never thought I'd get the support I got. I mean, I had fucking the Celtics owner on my podcast, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't know if I have what it takes to do this every single week and, you know, get 80,000 followers and do Instagram reels and just keep up with all this Instagram fucking influencer bullshit. You know, I'm just a, a guy who loves the Boston Celtics who has season tickets on the last row of the balcony and cares about the team. But um, if this is it, seriously, um, thank you. Thank you. But um let's just uh let's just rant one more time about the Boston Celtics, shall we? I mean, first off, um twenty one offensive rebounds for the Boston Celtics tonight. Twenty one offensive rebounds. Twenty one. The Miami Heat had one. And the Celtics still lost by twenty six. <laughs> like <laughs> do you know? how bad you have to be to get 21 offensive rebounds. That means the Celtics missed so many shots. The Celtics took 98 shots tonight, and they only made 39 of them. That's absurd. I'm literally laughing and crying at the same time, so you can you can literally say that I'm losing my mind. I literally am. That, like, I need to take a fucking break from life. Holy shit. But, I mean, this is the fifth the 14th or 15th worst loss in Celtics playoff his- history via points differential. And seven out of those last, or seven out of the 15 have happened since 2014. So in the last nine years or so, give or take, the history of the franchise, the Celtics are what, 76 years old now? And think about all the playoff games they've had and all the playoff games they've lost. Seven out of the top 15 have come in the last nine years. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. But like 21 offensive rebounds. If I told you tonight the Celtics had 21 offensive rebounds and 25 assists, you'd say, 2-1 series. Nope. Wrong. Fail. Unbelievable. I mean, think how good... Marcus Smart was or how well Marcus Smart played for a majority of the first or second round of the playoffs. He, I thought he played very good in the Hawks series, and I obviously thought he played very good in the 76ers series. Sure, he had some flashes where you're like classic Marcus Smart, but he was fucking so bad tonight. Yeah, eight assists, nine rebounds, blah, 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 blah. Like him trying to hip check Kyle Lowry when there was no need to do it. It getting a technical foul. It's just so stupid. And you can tell like the heat are in the cell. Oh, there's hopefully my last part from my buddy, John Curley, hashtag family. Like Jimmy Butler calling or doing the Al Horford timeout thing right in front of Al Horford and seeing how angry Al Horford got. They're just in their heads. They like the Miami Heat said, We ain't a good basketball team compared to the Boston Celtics on paper. But you know what we're gonna do? We are gonna fuck with them mentally. And it's worked. And yeah. Man, oh man. 
And then you know, and then you look at like Malcolm Brogdon. I think Malcolm Brogdon's been fine this playoffs. I really have. And if you don't think he has, then you know, okay, fine. Now, has Malcolm Brogdon turned into the point guard that we thought he would be? No. And you know what? Touche. That's fine. Um, but sixth man of the year for a reason was a huge help for the Boston Celtics this year. I believe, and whether you want to believe it or not, fine. But I mean, you know, you look, he's averaging what? 14 points per game, 43% from the field, 40% from three, 83% from the line, three and a half assists per game, one turnover per game in the playoffs. I mean, what else do you want from a guy coming off the bench? You know, regular season, 14.9. Sure, his shooting numbers have gone down a bit, 48% from the field, 44% from three. Assist numbers are about the same. Turnovers are a little bit less in the playoffs. But, I mean, he he just sucked tonight, and it was just the wrong night for him to go 0 for 6 and be a minus 23. Just real bad, man. Just real bad. Sorry, I'm gonna have some uh, overachieving Ascentia. Trust me, if we're gonna go through this the last episode, you're gonna you're gonna go through every single step of the way with me here. You know, you know, I, I would keep the podcast if I could get Ascentia to sponsor me. That'd be cool. I give them so much of my fucking money to drink their water. But anyways, I mean, everyone was bad tonight. Jalen Brown, horrific. Jalen Brown has been horrific this entire series. And it's really, really, really sad to see. I, I mean, don't you think? I mean, Jalen Brown's been so bad this series, especially shooting the ball. I mean, you know, you look at the first two games of the series and you're like, okay, how did Jalen do? Well, first two games of the series, he shot 10 of 21, then 7 of 23. And he went one of six from three in game one, one of seven of three in game two, and then tonight he went 0 of seven. So Jalen Brown, literally in the first three games of this series, has gone two of 20 from three. And for those of you at home, that shooting percentage is Romeo Langford like. It's 10%. Awful. He had three turnovers tonight, he had six turnovers in game one. Somehow we only had two in game three. You know, and I'm I'm not pointing fingers at just Jalen, you know. Jason Tatum, six of 18, one of seven from three. But, I mean, at least he tried to get some rebounds and attack the rim. But, I mean, Jason Tatum was your leading scorer tonight, folks, with 14 points. You know who the Miami Heat's leading scorer was? Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent. This entire season, the highest amount of points he has scored this season, any guesses? It's 28. That was against Milwaukee back in January, and he dropped 29 tonight. In episode 227, I talked about how the Boston Celtics need to worry about the Heat role players, and they average going into the playoffs probably a, a splash over 40%, and that was between Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, uh, Caleb Martin, and uh, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vince, and Max Struess. And literally tonight, Max Struess scored 10. Gabe Vincent scored 39. So right then and there, you're already at 40. Oh, and then, by the way, between Duncan Robinson and Caleb Martin, they scored 40. So literally 79 points were scored by four guys. 
one of them you 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 had on your basketball team, but you decided to pick Taco Fall instead. Just, it's crazy. I mean, Jalen's been horrific in this series, and I don't think he wants to be on this team anymore. I don't know if you saw the press conference after the game. It, it was bad. I don't know if he hates Joe Missoula. I don't know if he hates Marcus Smart. I don't know if he's sick of Al trying to be the leader. I don't know if he doesn't like being Tatum's backup anymore. I would like Jalen Brown to say, you know that I think he's the most important player on this team. And it has proved that Jalen Brown has been the most important player on this team, and that is why the Boston Celtics are down three games to L. They're about to get swept by the eighth seed with a chance of going back to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, and then the Boston mentality here is, oh, you know, did you see the Red Sox back in 04? Please. Dave Roberts gave more heart running from first base to second base than the Celtics did for the entire 48 minutes of that basketball game last night. Absolutely embarrassing. And here's the thing, and everyone's like, oh, Jalen's going to stay, you know? We can offer him the most money. I'll be honest with you, I don't think Jalen cares much about money. I think he cares about his well-being mentally and his outreach in the community, and Jalen's such a good guy, he can do that anywhere. It just sucks. And then for everyone that wants to fire Joe Missoula, you have every right to say that. But if you're going to say it, just like we had the situation with Brad, give me some good candidates. You know, I wasn't a fan of Chauncey Billups as a candidate. I think everyone knows that. I, I understand why they wanted him to. But how's Chauncey Billups been doing in Portland? Anyone? Okay, great. And do you just want to be like the Boston Bruins? I hate like crossing over sports, but look at the Boston Bruins just fired uh, Bruce Cassidy last year, and now he's got a chance to go to the Stanley Cup Finals this year. That's weird. That's interesting, right? So everyone's saying, like, what about Mike Budenhoser, Rowan Gardner, whatever his name is? You think he can do a better job than Joe Missoula firing up the guys if he couldn't fire up Giannis Antetokounmpo? A guy who's more motivated than probably everyone but Jimmy Butler in the league? Ha! Please. And then people are saying, what about Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse? What the fuck has Nick Nurse done without Kawhi Leonard? It, he's like Walmart Belichick with with Tom Brady. So Nick Nurse is 25-16 and 16 in the playoffs. Okay? You take away Kawhi Leonard out of that, he's 9-8. and eight. Well, that will be good. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. If you want to hire Monty Williams, okay. 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 I could see that. Fine. But, you know, maybe Chris Paul's a witch. And, you know, maybe he's, like, cursed every organization he's been with. But but what's changing? Like, what makes you... So you're telling me right now, this team had an X's and O's coach in Joe Missoula. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, an X's and O's coach in Brad Stevens. It didn't work. Then they had a guy yell at yell at them, and it worked. And then they have a guy who's like they're friendly with, they're like friendly with, and it's it kind of worked, and now it's not working. So they just need someone to yell at them. Should we just get like uh, who's the office coach? You know the guy that what Terry Tate? You know the guy that ran through walls and got people fired up to work. Is that all these guys need? Is just someone to yell at them? Or does Joe Missoula probably need a deeper bench staff? In my opinion, Joe Missoula stays. And I think the Celtics do that for business purposes. I don't think the Celtics want to be like, holy shit, we just let go of a coach for 
some piss poor behavior and now we're going to let go of a coach because he couldn't coach the team. I don't think that's a good look for the organization. I don't think that's going to help the players in any way, shape or form. So what I think the Celtics do is I think that they beef up Joe Mazzulla's assistant coaching staff. I think they bring in um, Steven Stiles, uh, Steven Stiles. Oh my God. I'm literally thinking about Harry Styles or something like whatever. Steven Silas. Uh, Paul Silas's son, who is who got fired this year from the Houston Rockets, head coaching experience, former players can connect with young guys. I could see him getting added to the group. I could see Frank Vogel, good defensive minded coach, getting added to the group, kind of like Tom Thibodeau to Doc Rivers. And then people are like, "Oh, what about Doc Rivers getting added to the team?" Doc quit on the Celtics. Why would you want to bring him back? He had the MVP and he couldn't do shit. So I don't know. But I called it. Eric Spolstra was going to be Usain Bolt. And Joe Mazzulla was going to be Sloth. Or a Sloth when it came to this series. Listen, I want the Celtics to fucking break the NBA record. What is it? 189-0, and 179-0 for teams that are up 3-0. It's never happened before. 3-1s have happened before, but 3-0. I would love to do that. I would love to stop this podcast and hope it gives... All the Boston Celtics, the best juju in the world, and I hope they win fucking eight straight games, and I can see everyone at the parade. That'd be nice. And then you can fucking put the Banner Banter podcast in the rafters for the sacrifices I made to stop talking in front of this microphone. This has been a really weird podcast. I feel like the last two have been really weird because I'm so mentally drained, mentally, physically, emotionally drained. But... I will ask this of the Boston Celtics. If tomorrow, I'm sorry, if Tuesday is, which is tomorrow since I'm releasing it on Monday morning, if Tuesday, if game four is your last game of the season, just play with some heart. Just play with some passion. You know, there are a lot of businesses. There's a lot of employees. There are a lot of staff members that could be affected by you know, team. this team not making the finals. You know, you for someone who works in a venue um, that's attached to a restaurant, the Bruins lose and crush business. This is more than just basketball for a lot of people. Exhibit A right here. Um, and that's a lot of pressure to put on these players. They have families too. They care. I know that they care. But it's just so amazing to see how much another team can care. And that just really sucks. And it's really hard to watch. Just like it's really hard to watch this podcast go. I'm not going to be back for the playoffs. I'm not. If they win the championship, sure, I'll be back. I'll just yell into the microphone and move on. But I think this is it. Yeah. It just feels right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your support. Um, I love each and every single one of you, even if I don't know you. Even if you don't want some dude telling you, some random dude behind a microphone telling you that that he loves you. I do love you. Thank you for listening. Um, And to the Boston Celtics, I'll be back next year in Section 315. I'll be back the year after that. I'll be back the year after that. You're going to have to drag my dead body out of that building. I'll be back every single year. Um, Just please, please, please.
just play with some passion and some heart for Red Arback, for Bill Russell, and for everyone else who's put on that Celtics jersey because tonight was fucking embarrassing. Toodles and noodles. X's and O's. Bye-bye. Sorry, but I'm gone. I'm history. And I dedicated my life to the Boston Celtics. I dedicated my life to the fans of Boston. I did my very best to please each and every one of you. Good night.